Label that. As what? Partial rat body part. Hello, and welcome to Condensed Crew, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Laura. And we have our bonus episode today, uh, where we talk season three, episode 18, uh, Tesos Dos Bichos, which I think, actually, okay, we'll just get into this now, because mm-hmm. I was under the impression that this title was Spanish, because mm-hmm. it takes place in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. They moved it from the Amazon to Ecuador because while they were shooting those outdoor scenes, it started snowing. snowing. So it's actually Portuguese. (laughs) I mean, I saw that it was Portuguese on the Wikipedia and I was kind of surprised because also when I watched it on redacted streaming site, it's like the closed captions said like speaking in Spanish Mm -hmm. because of course they're not actually translating any of the foreign language. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, huh. Also, I was like, I Googled, I was like, does it snow in Ecuador? <laughs> it rarely snows in Ecuador. Oh, really? Yeah. Even high up in the mountains? Even high up in the mountains. Interesting. Yeah. So like it does snow there, but just not not very often. Also, it looks so wet for Ecuador. Yeah. It's definitely Canada. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode aired March 8th, uh, 1990. Oh, shit. I forgot to look it up. I did look it up, but I forgot the year. When have all these other ones taken place? 94, 95? <laughs> 95, well, it has to I be think. Like 95 or 96. Right? Yeah, it does. Let's do let's go to my friend IMDB where it autofills to the X Files because I keep looking it March up. March so 8th, much. 1996. 1996. Okay. March 8th, 1996. Uh it was uh written by John and directed by Kim Manners. And Kim Manners hated this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another fun thing about the title is that bichos in some Spanish countries dot and slash dialects, that means balls. Yeah. And I think I saw in Wikipedia, it was like in like Colombia, especially it means like testicles. <laughs> um, so that's funny. I think one time my coworker at the grocery store I worked at was trying to work out her Spanish and she she told some guy that he had nice egg, the, the eggs were nice, but huevos also, also means, means balls. balls. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> also, why are you complimenting someone's going, eggs? Just imagine going to the grocery store and the cashier saying you have beautiful testicles <laughs> and being like, wait, what? what? What's just going on here? Getting sexually harassed by the cashier. Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> Yeah, so very we're in a very wet Ecuador, mm-hmm. and they are at like an archaeological dig, and they find this uh, dead body, like an ancient body, so like skull, in this jar, and it's like a it's like a female shaman that died, mm-hmm. and all the like indigenous people there are like, yeah, we're not touching this. Yeah, no, like leave it. Yeah, and the um. The annoying white archaeologist is like, no, we're taking it. Yeah, very classic, like, looking at you, British Museum. Yes. Like, very classic, like, no, this is, like, we're saving it. Like, no, you're not saving exactly. it. You're literally 
taking people's culture away from them. Well, also like the print, like later we find out that like there's the reason this dig happened is because like an oil company was mm-hmm. going to run a pipeline through it. And it's like, that's also fake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like this, it's treated as like this inevitability. Yeah. Like we need to save what's there because it's going to be destroyed by this pipeline. And it's like the pipeline also doesn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. And you should also not remove sacred like remains exactly. from where they're interred. Also, like I love when the the setup of like the, all of these like museum and archaeologist people being like needs to be preserved as if like those countries those, don't have museums. Right. And it also <laughs> as if like who better to preserve it than the peoples whose culture it is. Exactly. You know, like yeah. Like again, looking at you, British Museum, like return everything. Yeah. And but but I love this setup of like this happening and then the guy immediately gets killed by the spirit. Yeah. Like, I mean go off girl. Yeah. Like I was like, this is yeah, I really liked the beginning of this episode. I was like, it's so good. this is like, yeah, it was like, this is, he should die, actually. Yes, like, good. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, like, this episode, it's, like, boring but not bad until, like, the very end, and then it's actually bad. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But but I was getting very bored. I was, like, trying, because I have to, like, actually watch the episode for the podcast, but, like, in the last like fourth of the episode, I, I was like paying attention. I stopped paying attention. I cats. literally I started pulling out my crochet and I'm like, okay, well, let me work on this project I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what would better serve my time is like making this blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's boring. It's definitely the worst episode of season three. It mm-hmm. is the lowest rated on IMDB. Um but like barely, it's like six, and then the second lowest is Fight Club, which is six point one, which I think Fight Club should be lower because that one's just like yeah. annoying. This one, yeah, this one, it, it is boring, but like I, I like boring. Like boring's not necessarily bad for me, and like I was kind of pleasantly surprised by like the direction that this plot was taking at the beginning, where mm-hmm. like n- native peoples were actually getting retribution on you know white people and colonizers for coming in and taking their culture and messing Mm. with shit they shouldn't mess with so i was like okay i can drive with this and then the last yeah the last quarter just makes no sense (laughs) at all yeah and it was uh, my other my other kind of uh quibble with this episode is i'm kind of unsure what scully is supposed to think right because when she first when we first introduce her when she first like comes into the episode she's talking to the museum guy and she kind of says, like, you know, like, they've sent letters that, like, they want this back and y'all just took it. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be, like, really questioning him. And he's making, you know, his phony excuses and all that. But yeah. then when she meets Dr. Belak, the guy who has been teaching them how to, <laughs> as he says, like, the joys of American bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. And, like, wrote the letter in protest in defense of returning the remains. She's like, she hates him. It makes no sense. And I'm like, okay, like. What do you not like about him that, like... Is it because he was just acting squirrely? It's like he's just coming down off of a hallucinogen... Yeah, let him take ayahuasca in peace. He needs some water. (laughs) He's probably just dehydrated. And so I'm, like, really confused what we're supposed to think of Scully in this. Like, what we think Scully thinks in this episode. She doesn't like the the guy at the museum was uh, Dr. Luton. She doesn't like Dr. Belak. She likes Mona, but Mona is like this scared little girl that gets killed, so. Right. She's not a girl. She's a woman, but. But, yeah, she's, yeah, it's weird. I think it's definitely, like, I can't tell if, like, 
well, I I know what it is. It's like a combination of the actors themselves being like super frustrated with mm-hmm. this because like there were so many fucking rewrites and it was also hard to shoot. And also they must have had no lighting budget because <laughs> where was there was no lights in I this museum see at this. all. Yeah. Do they think archaeology happens literally in the dark when you're cataloging things? Like, no. Yeah, Mulder has to go and save Mona if she calls uh, Scully, like, terrified. And he, he, like, doesn't bother turning on any lights. He's yeah. just running around with the flashlight. And it's just like, I, you could just turn on, like, there are light switches. Lights. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it was so hard to see in this episode. It didn't make sense. Like, why was this episode so dark? Besides, you know, like, the sewer scene, which was actually one of the better lit scenes. <laughs> So a few other notes I had on the episode is like Dr. Luton, the guy at the museum who is mm-hmm. just making up excuses, <laughs> tells Mona, like, let's not lose sight of our purpose, like uh, with the politics of, you know, the fact that we took this and all that. So he's like, you know, like, forget about the politics and then has like a very th- not thinly veiled, like actual mm-hmm. ve- like mm-hmm. out there. If you know what's good for you, like you will not mess with Dr. Belak. Like you have a promising career. I'd hate for that to be derailed. And it's just like, oh, yeah, the politics of like taking someone else's like another culture's sacred remains. That's politics. But like this politics of me threatening your career. Right. Is like a fun. person. You should power, be concerned with this. Yeah. A person in power threatening someone who has less power and also like is a woman like yeah that that tracks it's like that's that's another thing too is like i think it's actually pretty accurate with how it displays certain people Mm -hmm. in academia especially whenever you get into archaeology and anthropology it's like these are bad archaeologists and anthropologists Mm -hmm. besides dr belak just to say that like if anyone in the field actually saw this they would be like pretty pissed i think but it's also like young women are threatened in like fields in their like you know professional fields all the time like this and also it's like there's there's a group of like i'm I'm gonna say scientists but also you know like anthropologists any sort of academia person in academia there's there's those people that try to pretend that their work isn't political mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it is it's yeah. almost always political to yeah. an extent but especially removing a sacred artifact and like remains yeah. from an indigenous people who actively do not want it removed and want it returned. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? They just get so hung up on, like, the minutia and the micro mm-hmm. that they don't think about, like, the macro of, like, this existing within a world where, like, things are unjust and unfair. Right. And 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 forces have been put on these groups mm-hmm. of people that you can't ignore. Yeah, it's almost like they get focused on a quote-unquote greater good that doesn't actually exist Mm -hmm. they just create it in their heads and then it's like no that's that's not real what is real is the people who are here (laughs) and are telling you that this is messed up and you should return it and you should yeah and you're making money off of this too yeah and instead of like i mean like i feel like this episode doesn't do a bad job of kind of talking about that but then so like that all that's good i'm enjoying that Mm -hmm. yeah that's great it's It's not exciting necessarily but it's interesting it's it's some of the deepest i think some x-files episodes have gone when it Mm -hmm. comes to getting to like real world political matters in a sense you know and then it starts to get into the minutia of this monster and And then it gets real bad and like you said it got rewritten so much 
that they they circled um what the show has two nicknames that Kim Manners gave it. One is Tesostos Bitches because he hated it. And two was Second Salmon because they rewrote it. This episode got re- rewritten like dozens of times and they color code each copy. And so it had circled back to like a previous color. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is pretty bad. They they actually made Commanders had shirts made up that said uh Tesos Dos Bichos Survivor. <laughs> and then on the back it said Second Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's also like you could have kept this villain simple. You could have kept it like an actual jaguar spirit and it would have mm-hmm. worked fine. But then what they ended up doing with it made no sense. Also, for the longest time, I was like expecting that like Dr. Belak was being possessed. Right. I still don't know if that actually is supposed to be the explanation. I think he, he was dies. just having bad trips. Okay. I think he was just doing too much of the uh, Yahe. Yahe. And it just. Because, like, I was looking into, like, what Yahe is, because it's, like, real. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes whenever the X-Files includes things, I'm like, is this a real thing? Or are they, are they <laughs> yeah. making this up? Or is this real? Yahe's real. I was it's looking, basically ayahuasca, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was looking into ayahuasca and, like, all its different uses. And, like, you know, there's some some intense side effects that are usually associated with, like, negative purging. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times there's, like, really bad vomiting and diarrhea associated along with, you know, like, hallucinogenic episodes mm-hmm. so i think he was just severely dehydrated probably and yeah he was also like i think i think he had a lot of guilt and was trying to yeah. maybe try to figure out how to atone mm-hmm. yeah and then the episode is trying to, and then there's rats and that's yeah, the, the rats part, are random i'm like what are these supposed to correlate like the rats are fleeing the cats and that like that's supposed sense. to be why they're trying to escape this toilets i don't even know how they're in the pipes i mean there's like a rats oh, i feel like the northeast has like a lot of rats in the sewer system like that's okay new, yeah like think about new sense. york and it's like boston it's like really old uh-huh like, i did see a rat in boston when i was there yeah it's Wait. really yeah really old like plumbing and mm-hmm. actually i saw several rats so i will clarify yeah. it was very funny though because you know, from Texas, not like we don't have rats, but like we don't have rats like that. Like, right. I don't know. I don't exactly know why, but I feel like we have more insects here. Like, that's we do yeah. have rats, but it's not really a rat problem here. Like, especially the area of Texas we live in, it's like cockroaches. Yeah. I also feel like we're not dense enough to like, right. I don't know. But, and our, our infrastructure's newer too. It's not literally mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. started in like, you know, 1700s. Yes. Yes. That's a good point. But we were when we got off the plane, it was like almost midnight, and we're like walking up to my friend's place, and we we see some animal, but it's dark, and we're like, "Oh, I think that's a rat." But we're, we're so funny because I thought it was a squirrel at first <laughs> because those are common here, Aww. but like it didn't have fur on its tail. Yeah, <laughs> Shelby, that's a rat. But it was so funny because I was just like, didn't think rat. I was like, I don't know, squirrel, possum, like going through the list of like animals I would expect at night. This is how you know we're from Texas is works. Like your brain gets to squirrel or a possum before it goes to a rat. Yeah, it's too small to be a possum, but in Boston, could have been a baby. <laughs> yeah, and like the rat thing was freaky, but it also just like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, like it would make more sense that they were running from a terrifying jaguar spirit. Yeah, why is she thing? screaming her head off because the rats are like messing with the toilet? Like. I mean, she's freaked out, but like, also, run. I would be I like, don't know. She run. Too. Yeah. Like, they're not going to get you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
the lie and then her dog dies for some unknown reason and it's because it's like (laughs) you can tell this went through so many rewrites and like jillian and david fucking hate this scene (laughs) because it's like okay you're telling me the dog died from rat poisoning but it's from a rat that ate rat poison but then the that rat got eaten by a cat that then got eaten by sugar the dog and then the dog died i don't think that's how the that's metabolism would work it's also like it just doesn't make any sense also i don't think dogs like eat cats not really like i mean they will if they attacked and killed them i don't think they would then eat them they will but that has to be a pretty desperate dog is she not feeding sugar (laughs) yeah is she and literally sugar is like an old golden retriever Like, not an aggressive breed at all, especially, yeah. like, an elderly golden retriever. They're so sweet. Yeah. His name is Sugar. <laughs> They're, like, I think maybe they were, like, oh, like, maybe he ate the cat in defense of Mona. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And poor Mona. She didn't deserve to die. The rest no. of them, sure, but yeah. not Mona. Yeah. Mona really didn't. She was, she didn't feel comfortable with the project, but also didn't have any power to... Mm-hmm. Just like some PhD student, right. what is she gonna do? That really sucks. R.I.P. Mona. Yeah, and then so so then their big thing is like and and um, Kim Manners very much wanted to like have an actual jaguar. He's like, right. we can't do cats. Like cats, you can't make cats. He didn't have very nice things to say about cats because you'll remember he also directed War of the Coprophages, and he was very effusive about the cockroaches in that episode. Mm-hmm. But he said, um. He said, the jaguar is scary. Cats aren't, and they're also stupid. Cockroaches are smarter than cats, he adds, having some experience with them. They're fluff- They're so fluffy and pretty, you can't make a cat a killer. <laughs> it's also like, I saw something earlier where it's like they tried to film a scene with a bunch of cats, and they tried directing cats yes. to attack something, and it didn't work. And it's like, yeah, have you ever been around a cat? Yeah. You cannot direct a cat. I mean, you can, but mm, not really. <laughs> I think Bob Goodwin even said, like, I wanted them dirty, and I would mm-hmm. dirty them, but the time I got them all together to shoot the shot, they had cleaned themselves, <laughs> so they didn't look dirty anymore. <laughs> and he's like, you can't direct them. Like, they, I couldn't get them all in one shot. They wouldn't do anything scary. So it's just not scary, and it's so... It's so funny. It's so stupid. <laughs> and at this point, you could just tell Julian and David are just like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like, just cats are not... A good- and, like, why... Why cats? Like, why not just have the jaguar just have spirit a jaguar. demon thing? Like, what am I supposed to believe? The cat took this. The um, I feel like they have some CGI budget, and they could use that on a CGI yeah. jaguar, even maybe. Yeah, or even just do like flashes of it. You right. know, like it doesn't no, you don't have, have to, to be super clear. And then we haven't even got to the point that Jillian Anderson is very seriously allergic to cats. Yeah. So I think that should have been like we can't use cats because of that too. Right. Like and your so, star is severely allergic. The puppet they made to attack her, which that attack scene is so funny. Cause like uh Mulder also like eats the cat. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny too because like it's like, have y'all ever seen a cat attack something? It's like it's a lot of like swipes and stuff from far away, but that cat like latches onto her face yes. in a way that like cats just like don't. But it was like a they had to use like rabbit fur on like a puppet and Mm -hmm. it's just there's like a very funny blooper of them doing like a fake like a fight with it it's very goofy (laughs) but yeah like 
the crew, the cast and crew hated this episode. Kim Manners hated this episode. It got rewritten to be messy, just to yeah. be mush. But even with all of that, it like legitimately isn't the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You oh know? no, I, there's definitely <laughs> like I think objectively better episodes that I hate way more. This was just kind of like confusing at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's more of like a a cautionary tale of like having a good idea or an okay idea. And then just losing the way in yeah. rewrites. Yeah, because I feel like if they tried, if they kind of poked fun at it, it would have been funnier mm-hmm. in like a good way and yeah. not just like funny in a like what's going on way. Right. It's definitely like a we don't know what to do, so we're doing this instead of like, yeah, it definitely wasn't intentionally yeah. funny. And, and and it's it's very emblematic of 24 episode seasons because mm-hmm. like, by the time they realize this is a bad idea, they have to have a script. Right. And also, so like, they have to make this episode they know is bad. How far into production on this episode were they whenever they were still doing rewrites, too? It's like, yeah. Yeah. There's kind of no going back. You have to commit. Yeah. You just ever so everybody just knew this was going to be a clunker. They just had to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, which is so weird because, again, I think the first half is like really strong. Yeah. But- it could, it just, yeah, it could have been really interesting. Then it was just like Killer Cats. And I was like, yeah, really actually genuinely progressive for X-Files for the time, you know? Yes. Surprisingly. Yes. Very surprisingly. Uh, so that's essentially the episode. Yeah, that's it. Did you um? Did you do segments? I I have some ideas. Actually, I didn't have an idea, but I, I only wrote down a sassy Scully moment. I think I wrote a sassy Scully moment. Is it the partial rat body part? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. I love to like... Because the the guy, the Dr. Luton who gets killed, there's like a rat in his car engine and so his car wouldn't start. And so she's like pulling it out. She's like, bag it. (laughs) The police officer's like, and tag it what? She just like very irritatedly, and it's probably just Jillian, partial rat body part. (laughs) Also the fact that like this motherfucker drove a Jaguar like was not lost on me. I thought that that was funny, like a little too on the nose, honestly. But for this episode, it ended up. Nothing's too on the nose, I think, for this episode. <laughs> yes. I, I wrote down, well, I don't know why this stuck out, stuck out to me so much, but it was whenever they found the intestines in the tree, which I think could be genuinely very creepy. And also, why didn't Mulder move as soon as blood dripped down on him? And he just kind of like bewilderingly stared up and was like, ew, it's like, yeah, maybe move. <laughs> but she was just, you can tell she was just so over it and she just went, well, it's human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny and sassy. But she was like, well, it's even. That's, that's funny. Yeah, I didn't really have any segments for that. Yeah, I didn't. We'll just do our sassy scully and yeah. the rest is... I just like... Yeah. Mulder wasn't annoying. Yeah, he was just like... Mis- he was like, like Mary Mysterious and stuff. Like, he didn't really have much to say, which is very weird he for him. He was kind of just there. He just kept saying, go- just go with this scully. <laughs> <laughs> that part was funny. Yeah. And his, um, when they're going into the sewer and he goes, ladies first. <laughs> yeah. David and company made them put that back in. He's like, that's funny. <laughs> he said, it's the only good thing from the episode. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our, our little, little episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not very noteworthy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't make a habit of watching the bad ones because, like. They're fun. They're they're fun, but like I kind of don't want to talk. Ab- I don't know. It, they're fun, but they're not necessarily worth talking about for like a long time. Yeah, you know? like maybe ten minutes. Yeah. 
though i don't know if, if y'all like us talking ragging on this episode let us know and maybe we'll do the worst episode from every season i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh there's some that will like legit legitimately make you furious there's yeah. some that like legitimately make me furious yeah but um our little wrap-up on season three i don't know if i had any like big I feel like we talked extensively about season three mm -hmm. because we did cover a lot of episodes. Yeah. But if you wanted to watch all the episodes other than this one, I wouldn't say there are many clunkers. Like maybe not what maybe don't watch Hell Money, but even watching Hell Money is kind of fun because both B.D. Wong and uh, Lucy Liu are in it. Oh. And so like it's boring, but like they're in it and that's kind of fun. Yeah. Other than that, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like other than that, like. The rest of the season's really fun, and mm -hmm. I think it's really solid. We actually got together for the our year podcast anniversary, mm -hmm. had some champagne, and we watched a couple episodes, and it was yeah. a, it was a lot of fun. That we watched was a lot of fun. Which watched uh, Oublet, um from season three, and I sad. I really enjoyed it. It was sad. It was really, really sad. sad. Just I'm just being like bombarded by like titles in different languages. I feel like you know. Yeah, I feel like French is harder than Portuguese. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I tried to look up the pronunciation for the Portuguese and I couldn't really find it. Yeah, I feel like Portuguese is hard for me because it's like we're from Texas, so we're so exposed to Spanish <laughs> yes. and it's so close, but so different at the same time. It's like, wait, what? There's like some I can like I would look at Portuguese and I'm like, I think I know what that means just like based on Spanish. But yeah. Even this was kind of interesting because like I don't think I'm super familiar with South America. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm. I would say I'm pretty familiar with like Central America, especially Mexico, because we're from Texas, mm -hmm. and like most of the Hispanic people that you meet in Texas are like Mexican. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Ecuador was uh, the setting of Ecuador was interesting. Yeah, it was. I thought it was Peru for like half this episode, and I was like, wait, this is Ecuador, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, you can tell that they definitely. I think they established it as Ecuador pretty clearly at the beginning. But then, like, and even, like, whenever I'd, like, close captions on during the, like, the, like, ritual scene or whatever, it said, like, the, the like, native, like, language that mm -hmm. they, that they, which is an actual native language of these people that they were chanting in, which I thought was interesting. Um, but it's also, you can tell it was kind of just meant to be, like, general South American. Yeah. I think of those hats they were wearing tribe. with, like, the ear flaps. Yeah. It's, like, Peruvian to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was like, Ecuador is pretty near the equator, which is why I was like, how often does it snow there? Because obviously it's snowing because it's Canada and this looks like real snow. So it's also not planned. <laughs> um, and it was like, yeah, it does snow there, but it is pretty rare because like okay. it is high in elevation, but it's still so close to the equator that they just don't get that, that much snow. Yeah. I bet I bet like maybe Peru or Argentina gets way more snow, mm -hmm. especially Argentina. It's so close to Antarctica. Yeah, Argentina's and so highly elevated. South, I think. And like Peru and areas of Peru get snow, I think. And like in the Andes, you know, mm -hmm, and mountains, mm -hmm. but yeah. I think that's where that um that plane crashed um with the uh Uruguayan rugby team and they mm. had to they had to eat people, right? Uh I don't know. That sounds really sad though. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got stranded um that's I'm awful. pretty sure in the Andes and um it, it's kind of nuts. I I because I've been watching Yellow Jackets and mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing as some of the uh, high school women's soccer team. But yeah, they, they like, it's kind of nuts because they had to like build goggles. So, because so, like you can't stare at the uh, 
the snow because it's so bright because it just like mm-hmm. reflects pretty much the entire yeah, sun it'll back blind in you. you. Yeah. So they had to like make sunglasses essentially, and um, and they did like eat some of them because like they right. had no I other mean, choice, if, and they yeah. had to hike with like no gear, like several miles. It, like in the mountains to get to like a town oh my God. and they just like happened to see the, these guys on horseback and they like took them to the town and it was like it was truly nuts it was like in 1976 or so wow but yeah like so i was like i, de- I know it snows i just don't know where <laughs> yeah yeah season three rules which we've already established yeah. yeah i think that's i don't think i have any other thoughts i think it is an incredible season of tv mm-hmm. and um, I I looked up and I I believe um that this is the year Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny both won Golden Globes. Oh wow! This is one of my favorite. Um, hats cl- off to nineteen ninety six. Yes, they actually won in ninety seven because they're in January. But yeah, it's right, for yeah. the ninety six season. But um, it's one of my favorite ones because they best lead lead actor and lead actress in a drama are like back to back. So like Gillian mm-hmm. got hers and then David Duchovny got his. And she, like, forgot to thank him. <laughs> and then, like, when he thanks her, they, like, cuss her, and she kind of, like, rolls her eyes and kind of turns her aside, which I think people interpreted her as, like, being irritated or something, but I think she just, like, was upset or, like, you know, irritated with herself for forgetting to thank him. <laughs> yeah. I think this is really when the show, like, really took off in popularity. Mm-hmm. And they became more, like, bigger stars. Like, right after they finished season three, Dave Duchovny left to shoot playing Gail playing god a movie he i don't even know if it's a good movie or not i think it did okay but i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we were reading his um his infamous playboy interview and he was just like people thought it was like i i I took that movie to like catapult me into startup that's not why i did it and i was like okay buddy (laughs) that interview was also like really boring it was so boring yeah we'll get to it eventually because i do kind of want to have a bonus episode on like 1998 david duchovny yeah um yeah (laughs) <laughs> maybe um maybe as like a season four or season i was thinking season up. five yeah because yeah. uh, uh, i think that's because the movie came out in 98 so i think mm-hmm. it's season four or five i guess mm-hmm. but yeah this is this is fun yeah well that nice little chill boring episode to talk about yeah you know <laughs> just don't don't steal uh indigenous people's the, artifacts oh, yeah we're, we're learning ones, life lessons you know? here. Yeah. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Give it back. Looking <laughs> at you, British Museum. I mean, all museums, but especially the British Museum. Yeah. We know why. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so follow us on Twitter at Condensed Truth. Email us. Yeah, any questions at condensedtruthpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to have us do a bonus episode where we answer questions, send, send us questions. I've run out of ideas of questions to make up. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't have any, so. <laughs> uh, and then next time, we are diving into season four, which I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Watching season four, episode one, Hair Invoke. Uh, more foreign languages for me, even though one's easy, because I feel like German can be kind of easy, because English and German are, like, kind of close. Uh, I think, like, it depends on, like, where sounds are made in yeah. the mouth, and also it's, like, the same like letters but oh my my content warning for hair invoke is if you don't like bees we're getting into the bee stuff no um so if you don't want to watch someone stung by a bee 
that's your warning. Yep. I think it's like mostly the cold open and then towards the end and the mm-hmm. bee stuff. So FYI. But I think that's it. Yeah. This is very quick. I don't even know how long this is. Yeah, see that far. Yeah. A very quick episode for me. Just a little treat. A little treat, a little treat for my editing. Little treat. <laughs> Shelby can have a short episode every now and then. <laughs> Although the past couple have been shorter. We went from like yes. two hour episodes to like one hour episodes. We stopped talking about Darren Morgan episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it's a nice little breather episode before we get back into the mythology. Yeah. Everyone have a nice week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.